This is a life-changing message from Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. More information about Abundant Life can be found at www.alcc1.org. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Miller. Turn with me to 2 Peter. You ready, Ty? Turn with me to 2 Peter. Let's go to work. 2 Peter, 2 Peter 1, and let's look at the 12th verse. We're going to start from there, 2 Peter 1 and 12, and uh, then we're going to move on. We're going to move into some places that we've got to get to. I'm going to put you in remembrance of some things, and I'm going to show you what the Scripture says about putting you in remembrance first before I start. Amen. Because it's very important for the believer. It's real important for you and I to really have a good foundation. If we don't have a good foundation, uh, we can't build on anything. And the bad thing is, in life, what happens in life is we build on stuff that isn't a good foundation. Somebody say amen. amen. And then we wonder why we got problems. Well, a lot of times we have problems because we're building on the wrong thing. Somebody say amen. So because we always, one of the things that the Lord has been ministering to me is what I'm going to give you today, where he says, what has happened with us? Sometimes we get to the place where we just want new, new, new. Give me something new. I want something new. But we really didn't really uh, grab hold of that which was old. Or I don't want to say that which was old because that makes it antique. Uh, Something that we didn't, we heard, but we didn't really get. You know, and so a lot of times and see, I thought this might be uh, this now generation, but this is not a this now generation problem. This was a problem back in the day. Amen. Now, look what the Bible says. Wherefore, I will not be negative. Say that everybody said the word for me. That's what I was trying to say. To put you always you know, that means I ain't going to be slow for I ain't going to let you down. I ain't going to be tripping on this. But to put you always in remembrance of these things, though you know them. Now, he said something. Why? Because we're teaching on stuff that maybe you may know. But see, what I'm teaching on and what I'm doing is building and strengthening a foundation. Because without a foundation that is strong in him and in his word, this thing ain't going to work. Nothing works unless it's built on the foundation. The right foundation makes it right. And see, and that's why when you're hearing the word of God, you can't turn off. Even though you may have heard something before, you don't have a right. You have not died. Somebody say amen. Amen. For the sins of the world, so that doesn't give you the right to turn off. Yes, sir. Now look what he tells. Look what look what's going on. He says, "I will put you in always in remembrance of these things, though you know them." He's assuming. He's saying because I didn't taught you a minute, you should know this stuff, even though you may know. And see, sometimes that's our problem. Remember, we talked about pride. One of the things that comes in with pride is we think we know when we don't know. Are y'all following me? Yes, sir. And, and because we think we know, we don't, you know, somebody used to say you're too big for your britches. And because, because you think you know. And see, you can never, not with the gospel, you can never assume that you know. It's not one of us, listen to pastor, it's not one of us that can assume that we know. Because as soon as we assume that we know, we, you know, the moniker, you make a... 
Come on, somebody. Amen. All right. Let's remember, though, you know them and be established in the present truth. You might be even established in the present truth. But he's saying still you, you there's something you got to know. Let's, next verse. Yea, I think it meet as long as I am in this tabernacle. Look what he said. Long am I, long am I, as long as I'm in this body, I, I got to stir you up by doing what? All I want you to read is that. Stir you up by what? Putting you in remembrance. Putting you in what? Remembrance. Putting you in what? Remembrance. So it's important that you. Remember. Come on, everybody say it. It is important that I. Remember. It is important that I. All right. It is. Imp- okay, we got to get together. All right. I seem like I had an echo, you know. It is important that I get put in remembrance. Because sometimes, sometimes I forget. And see, you can't afford to forget. And that's why the apostle was telling us, put them in remembrance. And he said, always keep putting them in remembrance. Go with me to Matthew uh, 7. Matthew 7. Y'all right? All right. I got to push forward real quick. I'm going to bring everybody up to speed where we are. Um, and then we'll go from there. Matthew 7. What did I tell you? Uh, let's go to 24. Let's go, is that me, Kevin? Uh, okay. <laughs> Matthew 7, 24. Kevin ain't going to have that problem next week. All right. Matthew 7 and 24. Oh, well, uh, I'm assuming that it's going to be finished by next week. So I'm going to say as soon as it's done, we ain't going to have that problem. Amen. 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 Matthew 7, 24. I tell you what, can we go, uh, go up a couple, go 22. All right. So what are we talking about right now? The beginning we're talking about was sitting, sitting, it's talking about the foundation. And he says, and I said 22, but I know I said, let's go to 23. Because we're going to come back to that later on today. Then I will profess unto them, I never knew them. You depart from me that you work iniquity. Next verse. I should have stayed at 24. But therefore, whoso. Now, everybody ready to read. Stop right there. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of what? Mine. These sayings of what? Mine. Everybody say it again. Mine. One more time. Mine. Not yours. Somebody say amen. amen. Not even mine. Because, see, the words that I speak to you, if they're not coming from him, mean nothing to you. Amen. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who is up here teaching and wherever you're listening. If the words are not his words, they mean nothing. Amen. Somebody say amen. amen. And do with them. But look at what he says. Whoso hear these sayings of mine and do with them, I will, what? Liken unto him as a what? Wise man. So the opposite of wise is a fool. Amen. Somebody say the opposite of wise, opposite of wise is, fool, is fool or foolish. foolish. You know, and I will liken unto him a man which built his house upon a rock. Liken unto a wise man which built his house upon the rock. What? Now, again, what were we doing at the beginning? We're setting up a foundation. So I'm, even though he's put me in remembrance, he's making sure my fine foundation is secure. Amen. 
Even though I may have heard it, I got to hear it again. Why? Because faith comes by hearing. And even though I think I got the principle, I need to listen to it again. Somebody say amen. All right. You know, that's it. isn't that the worst thing when you when a child thinks they know everything? How many of y'all ever ran into a child like that? And they just know everything. And don't you do you ever get frustrated sometimes? I know it's just me. But you ever got frustrated where you just told when the kid thought they knew everything, you just said, all right, go on then. How many of y'all ever had that, that moment? All right, go on then. And you just wait to be there to pick them back up because you know they're going to fall. Go on then, you know. See, what you don't realize is there are times that God says, go on then. Well, I'm going to show you today, see, because there's a lot lacking. I told my wife something this morning. I said, man, I'm getting, I'm tired of being lied to. I'm tired of people backbiting, and I'm tired of this. And I said, guess what? I ain't even talking about the world yet. And see, I realize that people are off because their foundation is off. If your foundation has never ever been secure, you're going to be off. You're going to go to church, but you'll be off. Oh, man. It will, oh, oh, I'm going to roll. I, I know I got something because God gave this to me a while back to work on it and keep working on it. And you and I have to work on it. Are y'all with me? All right. I mean, because, see, it is the mantra, uh, the vision statement of this church is to make you faithful, fruitful. Come on, somebody. The word of God should make you faithful. What? So wherever I'm hearing that word, that word should make me faithful, fruitful, and fulfilled. Are y'all with me? But see, if I'm unfaithful, there is no way that, come on, there's a difference between unfaithful and faithful. See, what you call faithful may be unfaithful to God. Even though it may be good, it may not be God. That was good. Somebody say amen. amen. See, we're, we're in tune to doing a lot of good, but not doing a lot of God. And that's why he says, put my people in remembrance of what I told them, because they'll get caught up in doing good, thinking they're doing God. Amen. <laughs> oh, man, that boy. Oh, Lord. Amen. Let's go on. Let's go on. Therefore, whoever hear these sayings of mine and do with them, he said, you got to do them. I will. Not only am I hearing, I got to do them. See, I can hear him, but I don't do nothing with it. All right, let's keep going. I got a lot. I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon where? All right. Next verse, please. And the rain descended. This is where me and my man, we were having a bromance moment. Now, bromance don't mean that that other thing. Yeah, let's set them straight. You know, you know, you know. I mean, my man, Dennis, we got to set you straight. Just because I have a bromance. Okay. A bro, a broment, a broment, a broment. We had a bro moment. Cause I don't want to say bromance, cause bromance look like we we seeing each other on side. And I ain't rolling like that. And I don't think you roll like that either. <laughs> so we bro moment. We had a bro moment, you know. Amen. Thank you for the bro moment. Amen. Here come that moment back to them now. Right there. And the rains descended and the floods came 
and the winds blew and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon that rock. Now watch this. Now, see, as, you, as a believer, this is where folk trip. This is where they get tripping at. See, because they believe there ain't going to be no rain. They believe there ain't going to be no floods. They believe the wind ain't going to blow. They don't believe nothing's going to be on that house. God said all this can happen to you, but guess what? If you found it on, the, on that rock, you don't fear. Dennis, Dennis, can I tell them now? The house that is founded on the rock never fears the wind. Amen. Y'all understand what I'm saying? You don't fear nothing else that will come at you. Why? Because you're founded on the rock. That's why God always tells you, put me in, put put them in remembrance. Make them be reminded of what my word says. Are you with me? Why? Because once you do the rock, whatever happens to you, you're able to stand. Having done all to, we will stand some more. Watch this real quick. Next verse quickly. Man, I got a whole lot to get to. Short time. Short time. Can I have two hours of your day? Okay, some of y'all like, I knew this was going to be one of them meetings. (laughs) This is the everlasting gospel day. Amen. I know God is eternal, but Lord Jesus, I stepped in here on the wrong day. You know, he going to be, he's serious. Is he serious? Amen. No, I ain't doing two hours. Two and a half. (laughs) Amen. All right, I'm messing. I'm messing. All right. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, okay, next verse, is that next verse? Yeah, it is. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, so if I can hear them and doeth them not, you a fool. So he said this. I didn't say that. I just took what he said before I said it to you. Shall be likened unto a foolish man. He called you foolish man because he said you heard the way that it was supposed to be and you didn't do it. And so you built on something that's going to move. Because sand is never stable. Come on now. And if we're not careful, that's what we build on. Things that are not stable. And then we ask God, why is it moving? It's moving because you didn't build on the rock, his word. Somebody say amen. Oh, you got to get this today because, you know, a lot of things you want in life is based upon you doing what he says. Hallelujah. All right. Come on. You know, see, somebody told me this. Uh, Teresa and I was talking about this. You know, sometimes... We sacrifice to God. This is just a conversation. I'm going to let you in a conversation we had. A lot of times, or sometimes people just sacrifice to God, but they don't obey God. And God said it's better to obey than to sacrifice. He said, because why are you going to sacrifice if you won't obey me? Okay, that's just just me, you know. All right. Shall be likened unto a foolish man would build his house upon the sand. Next verse, please. All right. And the rains descended and floods came and the winds blew, beat upon that house. See, and that's why you're scared. Fear comes in when I build on the wrong thing. Because when I'm built on the rock, I don't care how. You know, you ever noticed this? I told you this before real quick. I'll say it again. You ever noticed this, that the, the deeper the roots, the harder it is for that tree to be uprooted? Marinate. And see, then you'll get off the merry-go-round. Now I'm going to go down the street. I always like to go down this street and blow the horn. You know, you need to be somewhere to be established. Trees don't show up and move every time. 
Not the strong trees. Little trees do. Trees that don't have no fruit do they? That's good stuff. Because where I got to take you today is fruitful. How do I get to this place called fruitful? I don't want to just, I don't just want to coexist. Jesus, God himself is looking for fruit. Jesus showed us. Now watch this. Let me tell you something. Jesus showed us when he spoke to the fig tree. And when the fig tree didn't have any fruit on it, he did what? He cursed it. Because he expects fruit. Now watch that. That which he sowed into, he expects to get something from. Oh no, y'all ain't hear me today. Whatever God, if God, if you've ever set, accepted Christ as your Savior, he expects something from you. It ain't just sit on my butt and do nothing now. He said, but glory to God. All right, y'all good? All right, watch it. Next word. Quickly, quickly. And the rest said, next word. And it came to pass when Jesus had ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine. They amazed because he did this with authority. There are certain things that are missing in the church today. There are th- certain things I've been teaching this church, and I want everybody to get. There are certain things that are lacking in church. Number one, it's character. Folk don't have character anymore. Character. Because when you don't have character, you'll do whatever you want to do. you say whatever you want to say. you act in any manner you want to act. Character controls my conduct. See, because when my character's right, now my conduct is right. Once my conduct gets right, now my commitment, number three, my commitment gets right. Once my commitment gets right, see, because you're wondering why people's commitment is off. It's off because their character is off. Because something started that character that messed it up. Are y'all with me? And see, then my commitment, see, see, then my conduct gets right, then my commitment gets right, then my consciousness of God comes right. I'm just reviewing real quick. Then my consciousness of God gets right. Are y'all with me? When my consciousness of God, that consciousness of God is called fear of the Lord. Amen. Now, I'm not talking about a scaredy cat fear. I'm talking about a reverence, a respect of God. Come on, somebody. Man, I, I was listening to another pastor the other day. He said this. He jumped on my road and he said, it used to be a time when a pastor walked by or was even in your presence, you respected it. Even when you came in church, even though this place, now watch this, the place that we're at is, I, I told folks this on Wednesday, I said the place where we're at was actually an office building. And so we converted this into a place of worship. You should reverence and respect it. Once it get converted, you'd be like, uh-oh, I got to act. You know, I should already have in my mind, I got to act a certain way. Can I, can I get a witness? Hey, man, y'all remember that back in the day? You know, when you, when, back in the day when you went to church, there was a, a reverence and a respect. Am I, am I right? I mean, when you went, you know, you reverence and respect people. You know, and older people, you automatically reverence and respect. Now nobody gives a tootin' hootin'. But when your respect, see, this was folk forgotten real quick. I've got to go. When folk stop respecting God, they stop respecting the things of God. The two go together. Somebody say amen. 
So those are the four things that we have to do. But before we even see, there are seven principles that God has given us to get to. We'll never get to them yet. I'm not even going to tell you them because we still dealing with character. We're still building our character. And the, one, the first way that we found out to build character, character was faithfulness. That I had to be faithful. Faithful means I can be counted on. I can count on you. I know you're going to be there because you're faithful. If you said it, you're going to do it. Now, the second thing we're building on right now, because we're still establishing certain things, is fruitfulness. As a believer, you and I have to get to a place where we are being fruitful. Everybody say amen. Amen. Say, I want to to be be fruitful. fruitful. There's no sense in being a believer and not being fruitful. Look at your neighbor and say, I am am fruitful. fruitful. If you're not, not, we're going to develop it today. Amen. Amen. We can't talk. We're not going to go back and teach on faithfulness because we've already been there. Somebody say amen. All right. So we have to get one of the flaws corrected that may be in our foundation. It's not in the word of God. It's in what we believe. Somebody say amen. Amen. Turn with me now to. um, uh, Let's go to John 15. John 15. Give me John 15, uh, 15 and one. Amen. Glory to God. We're going to talk a little bit about this. Then we're going to go home. Amen. But we got to be fruitful. Look at your neighbor and say, I must be. be. Got to be. be. Shall be. be. Fruitful. Fruitful. Amen. 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 If you're not fruitful, I mean, if you're in the body of Christ not being fruitful, there's something wrong with you. Amen. Amen. Somebody need to tell you. Because every last one of us was called to be fruitful. Now, write these five things down if you want. Uh, Write these five things down. There are certain things that God has said that fruitfulness uh, and you might be saying, why fruitful? But I tell you what, before we even write the five down, let's give a definition of fruitful so that we know what we're talking about. A fruitful is a fruitful person or a fruitful person is one who is implanted and abiding in Christ. Growing, increasing, abounding, flourishing. I'm going fast. All right. A fruitful person, I'll say it again, is one who is implanted and abiding in Christ, growing, increasing, abounding, flourishing. I'm giving you a whole lot of adjectives and nouns, huh? And reproducing much fruit. Notice that last thing that I said, because we're going to talk about that. Reproducing much fruit. As a believer, God is glorified when you reproduce much fruit. When you produce much fruit. Somebody say amen. Amen. It is the will of God for you to produce much fruit. There are three things. Now, you, you, let's, let's write these down. Let's start with this. There are three things, three stages, three stages to producing fruit. Three stages to producing fruit. One is I'll get to a place where I'm bearing some fruit. Second is 
I'll get to a place where I'm bearing more fruit. And thirdly, I'll get to a place where I'm bearing much fruit. Some fruit, more fruit, much fruit. I got to get to the place. I may start at some fruit. As a believer, I may start at some fruit, but I got to get to the place where I'm at much fruit. Somebody say amen. amen. Everybody should be able to eat off my tree. No matter where I am, no matter where I go, everyone should be able to eat off my tree. Somebody say amen to that. All right. There are five things. Write these things down. Why should I be fruitful? Why should I be fruitful? Number one, I should be fruitful because it's a command of God. God told them in the garden, he said, and, and, and that don't stop for you today. He had told them in the garden to be fruitful and multiply. But the first word was be fruitful. So God wants me to be productive. Look at your neighbor and say, God wants me, God wants me while, I'm here, while I'm here to be productive. To be productive. Amen. I got to be fruitful. Somebody say amen to that. Amen. Secondly, fruitfulness is a sign of spiritual health and life. Fruitfulness, before I even read scripture, I want you to see this. Fruitfulness is a sign of spiritual life. Come on. Fruitfulness. It's a sign of spiritual life. It's just that it it says I have life and I have health when I'm fruitful. As a believer, I should be fruitful. Somebody say amen. amen. Fruitfulness also, number three, fruitfulness is also a source of deep satisfaction. When I am being fruitful, I'm being, I'm being satisfied or even, you know, our next word coming up, fulfilled because I'm, somebody else is being blessed because I'm receiving. Amen. Every one of you should live your life to be a blessing to someone else. Look at your neighbor and say, I must, I must leave a deposit. No, you got to eat that. Eat that some more. Say, I must, I must leave, a leave a deposit. It's got to be a good deposit. Amen. I must have put into somebody's life. They've got to be better because of me. Even if, that, if I came to them Every week and just said, good morning. Good to see you. Maybe it was a deposit you put in them that made them. Come on, somebody. I should be making someone better. Does anybody agree with that? Now, now, wait a minute. I'm only talking to folk who know him. If you know Christ, you should be making somebody better. (coughs) Hello. All right. Number three. Number three. Oh, that's right. See, see, that's what I'm talking about. You pay attention. That's where it was. Life, fruitfulness is a life of fulfillment. I just said that, but it's a life of fulfillment. I become fulfilled because of fruitfulness. When I'm being fulfilled, see, the tree doesn't, the tree does not grow fruit for itself. <laughs> it, the fulfilling only comes when others come and pick off the tree. Otherwise, the fruit falls onto the ground and dies. Oh, no, yo, man. That, that, man that, uh, oh. All fruit, yeah, most of all the fruit has seed in it. 
And so if it gets in the right ground, it will regrow and regrow. Look what Jesus did with you. See God in you and look how your life turned. Oh, we know you ain't all there yet because we're always a work in progress. But look at, we're not where we were. Oh, no, that's a good thank you, Lord. See, because next year, this time, you should be better. You should be further along in this. Spiritually speaking, you should be stronger than what you are today. Spiritually speaking, some of them things you used to do should have fallen off by that time. Why? Because I'm going to show you later in a few minutes, there's going to be a purging. And the purging is to get stuff off and out of you so you can really look like him. And one of the things that believers do not like is purging. Because purging pulls out of you what you didn't like. You were holding on to that thing. Purging holds on to you. You try to hold on to it. You know? You know why? You know, can can I be real? Okay, I ain't get a lot of amens on this side. You know, yeah, that, that's kind of scurry. Scurry. But I ain't get a lot. Can, can, I, can I be real? Sometimes we are, uh, let's be realistic. We are the way we are with all those old ways we used to be, nasty and all that, because we ain't been purged. Or can I put it another way? We did not allow God to purge us. And so we hold on to our old ways thinking that's working when really that's not him. 